0: All right, welcome to episode 59, a special edition, a revelations edition of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. I hope that you are doing well. I'm doing well, I guess. So, I am going to play you some music, let you hear some music that you may or may not have heard, You might have heard of some of it. I bet you have heard of some of it. Some of these songs are, I took some popular songs by some bands, but I wanted to let you hear some different things that I have liked over the years and maybe tell a little bit of, uh, maybe some stories about some different things. So let's get right into this. I would have to venture that back in the year 1994, Ozzy Osbourne went on Well, what did he do? He retired or he said he was retiring. I mean, obviously he's still been going, but when he retired, Zach Wild went solo. I mean, what else is he going to do? So his first band was a band called pride and glory. And it was a trio. And Zach was playing guitar and singing. And at this point, all we knew of him was no rest for the wicked and no more tears. We didn't, Never heard him sing before. At least I hadn't. So when the album came out, it was definitely a surprise. But it was a surprise in in some really good ways. So I'm going to play you a song. You may or may not have heard it, but it is a softer song. And that doesn't mean everything's going to be soft because it's far from that. But this first song is a soft song by... It goes. It was by Pride and Glory, but when you look it up now to try to buy it, it's Zach Wild. So this is a song by Pride and Glory called "Fading Away."
1: One, two, three, four. Shoot off the low, shoot off the foul, we'll shoot.
0: nice, very nice. That's not what you would expect when you think of Zach Wild. So he does have a lot of variety, and that right there showcases that he can write a really, really pretty song. Now, the next song I'm going to play for you is by a local Dallas band called The Toadies, and they had a song that was on a soundtrack for the Crow City of Angels and it came out in 1996. And this song, if you've never heard it before, hey, you're in luck. You're going to like this. Maybe, maybe not, but I like it, so you get to hear it. It's called Paper Dress. Uh-huh. i sure hope that you enjoyed that. I know that I enjoy it, so whether you like it or not, you get to hear a few different things that Uncle Steve likes and hopefully it turns you on to some different music. Hopefully it makes you want to check something out and go out and buy it, support these artists. Now the next song is by a very very popular band called Stone Temple Pilots, STP. Now a few years ago, I took my son and daughter and my nephew, you know, someone that actually does call me Uncle Steve and really means it because I am his uncle. <laughs> but I took them all. We went to see the cult, and it was a triple bill. The opening band was Stone Temple Pilots, the cult was second, and the band that played last was the band called Bush, an English band which I thought the Bush should have probably been opening. (laughs) But I guess Stone Temple Pilots had a new singer, so that's probably why they were opening. But anyway, I just was talking to my nephew before the show, and I said, look, I'm not really – I would like to see Stone Temple Pilots. I mean, we were just talking about the show, and I said, at worst, it's going to be a cover band with – I mean, it's the band, it's the musicians. So the music should be perfect. And you know, it's a good cover band. You can't get a better cover band than that. So they came out and that new lead singer they had, I was blown away by how good he was. He was really, really, really good. So I knew that they had released an album. I went out and got the album. The album was really, really good. Um, The first album that they put out with this new lead singer, whose name I do not know off the top of my head, um, the the first album that they put out with him was a self titled album, which I thought was uh, they had already had a self titled album when they had Scott Weiland in the band as well. But this is a self titled album as well. It came out in 2018, just a couple of years ago. But um, this song here that I'm going to play for you is called "The Art of Letting Go," and it's a killer.
1: I just need to rest now I'm so tired
0: If you never liked Stone Temple Pilots, then I can understand that you might not like that song. But if you ever liked Stone Temple Pilots, that is a phenomenal song. I was blown away when I heard it. I couldn't believe that the band had all these years later with a different singer came out, sounded so good. And I really offended somebody maybe I didn't offend him, but got somebody kind of upset (laughs) after the concert. I remember I was chatting with somebody and I said, man, that guy there was um, a better version of Scott Wyland," And he did not like that comment, but I ended up saying, look, the guy sounded phenomenal on stage. He sounded great singing the old songs. He sounded great on the new songs. I said, and he's sober. So I look at that as a better version of Scott Wyland. So he, Kind of agreed with that. He said, yeah, I guess I can understand your thought process there. But So anyway, the next song, we are going back in time. Going back to when Uncle Steve was just a wee lad. A wee wee lad. Like way, way low down in age. So we are going to 1973 to the second album by a band that I played on one of my other episodes called Steely Dan. And this is another one of my favorite songs from the same album, Countdown to Ecstasy. It's called Razor Boy.
1: I hear you are singing a song of the past. I see no. All-
0: I wonder if there's anybody out there right now that's like, dude, can you quit playing this crap? Can you quit playing Steely Dan and this old music that doesn't sound like Iron Maiden or Judas Priest or whatever? And the answer to that is, yeah, you know, I just went through here and I picked out a lot of songs. So most of them are a little heavier in nature. The next one is a song that I played off of an album from the last one as well. I got some positive feedback on the song I played by this band. So I'm going to play another one from the same album. The band is called Social Distortion. The album from 1996, White Light, White Heat, White Trash. And oddly, this song is called Untitled. So here is Untitled. The next song you're going to hear is by a band called Skillet. They're probably considered more of a, an alternative type of band to a degree. But uh, they made one album that was a, had a lot of different things on it. But this one was kind of techno-y. And, but it's a heavy techno-y kind of song. And I really like this song. It's uh, it's fast-paced and uh, it's cool. So I hope you like it. And... I want feedback from people. If you listen to this episode, I would like you to tell me what you liked. Email me at ironmaidenpodcast at gmail.com. Email me and tell me if you like something or if you don't like something too. So here comes from 2001's Alien Youth, Kill Me, Heal Me. we I okay, hope you liked that one. It's not a rap song. I mean, you remember that episode where I had rap songs? <laughs> so the next I'm going to play for you, the next song I'm going to play for you is from a 1991 album by a band that was very, very, uh, which you would classify as glam rock and sounded glam rock look glam, glam rock. But when they put this album out, they had lost their lead singer, and I believe it was their bass player switched over to vocals only, and I thought he was way better than the original singer. I didn't like this band at all when they had the original singer, but when they got this guy, he had a really gritty voice, and there's some there's some you know glam rock songs on this album, but this one was the album opener, and it was heavy and good beat really really good song. This guy ended up playing later, I believe with uh I believe he played with Marilyn Manson and some other bands and the the album that came out after this was very very industrial. They were they were kind of ahead of the curve, but this album is called I can't remember what it's called. What is it called? It's called Second Coming and this is the opening track from Second Coming 1991's album by Shotgun Messiah. Sex, Drugs, and Rock and
1: Roll. I got what you're looking for, baby. I got what you need. I got everything in I got.
0: I love the guitar riff in that song. It is. It just, man, that that song there will get you bobbing your head for sure. Now, the next song I'm going to play for you is, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm going in reverse alphabetical order here. So as far as band names on most of them, the next album, the next song is by a band called Shine Down. I played one of their songs last time, and I don't know if, all over the world. I don't know if everybody has this app that they can have on their phone and it's called Shazam. You hear a good song wherever you're, if you're at a restaurant or on, hear it on the radio, you hit the Shazam button and it'll listen to the song. And most of the time it can tell you what the song is. So I used to drive around and, you know, the radio stations, you're, you're in luck if you hear them they might say the name of the song first before the song plays, and they go into another song and another song, and you never get to hear what the name of the song was. So I Shazammed this song by this band, Shinedown. And I didn't know who it was at the time, but I Shazammed it, and I wouldn't really look at it. I'd, sh- I'd Shazam it, and I'd have it. Well, I did it with this song, and one day I just started going through all the songs that I had done this to, and I found this song on there like two or three times plus another song. But I wanted to put this on there. This is this was their a single off this album. Uh, came out in 2012. The album is called Amaryllis, and the song you are going to hear is called Enemies.
1: How you feeling down there It's a cold, cruel we for-
0: Now these guys did open for Iron Maiden on the Book of Souls tour and they were on a podcast um I'm trying to think of when it was it's been in it was last year at some point they were on with Chris Jericho on Talk is Jericho I believe it was um they weren't even Shinedown. down they were Smith Jones or Smith something they had done a solo thing but they talked a good bit about the tour with Iron Maiden, and it was really cool. There were some really cool stories that they told about the tour. It made me really happy because they they really, really talked about how great Iron Maiden fans are and, and how dedicated they were and, and how great the band treated them and just what an awesome experience it was. So anyway, here is a song next that I played. I played a song off this same album last time. This is a song by a band called Seven Mary Three, and this was probably their biggest hit single from that album. The album is titled American Standard, and this song, which I hope you like, is called Cumbersome. I'm guessing you've heard that song before, right? If not, I think you might like it. It's it's very catchy. It's a good song, and like I said, I, I that guy's his uh his vocals his vocal style is a little different than some of what I listen to, but it, I guess it doesn't really matter. We like what we like, and I like that. So, the next song I'm going to play for you is a song I haven't heard this in ages. It's from a album that came out in. 2005 called and the rest will follow it's by a band called project 86 and the name of this song is called necktie remedy and this is definitely different from anything you've heard on here maybe maybe we'll see we'll see you can tell me I wonder if you enjoyed that one. I have my doubts, but I like it. It's, I haven't heard it in a really, really long time, but I saw it on my iTunes and I kind of scanned through the album and listened to a few different things. And I kind of, I thought, man, this one sounds pretty good to me still. So now the next band I'm going to play for you is one of my favorite bands of all time. I played one of their songs on the last, the last revelations episode that I did that had a variety of music. This song is by one of my favorite bands called P.O.D. Well, by one of my favorite bands, P.O.D. And this song is off of my favorite album by them, 2013's Murdered Love. And this is a song that's very, very catchy. This song is called Lost in Forever. I hope you like it. I love it. No way. Ra- they have so many songs that are, they have so many great styles of songs. They do a lot of different styles, but that one is, it's rock, it's catchy. It's, the harmonies are great. It's, it's a phenomenal song. It's phenomenal. I love it. I love it. I hope you do too. Now, the next song I'm going to play is from an album that came out in 1989. And this song from this particular 1989 album is, has, to me, what I think is one of the heaviest riffs of all time. So, so good. Um, Now, this band here had their original lead singer leave the band, or they fired him, whatever happened, but I never really cared for the band before when they had the original lead singer. Now, when they got this next singer the first song I heard on the radio by them, it was not this song, but the first song I heard, I, oh, I, was, I was hooked immediately. And I've always loved this band when this guy, Mike Howe, is singing for them. The, the 1989 album that I am talking about is called Blessing in Disguise. And this guitar riff that you are about to hear that I think is one of the heaviest in the whole wide world. I'm sure there's others that are just as heavy, but man, I just I love this one. I've always loved it. I've asked them to play this when I go see them live. They never do. I wish they would. It's called The Spell Can't Be Broken. Can't be broken. <laughs> the spell can't be broken. Brace yourself. One way I have heard Mike Howe described as a mix between Rob Halford and Bruce Dickinson. So, I mean, you got to love that guy. You got to love that guy. I mean, I love that guy. So whether you do or not, that's your choice. But I'm just throwing something out there for you. Now, the next song. Well, let me ask you a question. What album by Megadeth is the one that? Their fans generally hate the most. If you said risk, then you're right. Now I'm playing you a song from Risk, and it's a song that's it's pretty heavy for that album. Lyrically, it's a really, really cool song. And I know hate gets a lot of I'm sorry, hate. Risk gets a lot of hate, but I don't feel quite the same way that most people do about that album. And I'm going to play you a song from it. And even if you don't like anything else on the album, you might like this one. So here is Prince of Darkness. Come on and admit it. That was better than you thought it was going to be, right? I mean, I hope so. Either way, I really like that song, Prince of Darkness. It's a good one. Now, the next one I'm going to play from you, if you remember listening to my Ask Uncle Steve episode, and someone asked me what was my favorite album of all time. Yeah, somebody that's downstairs in my house right now that I've been married to for almost 20 years. They asked me what was my favorite album of all time, and I said it was a band named Lillian Axe, and it was called Psycho Schizophrenia. Well, the first album, the first song that I heard by them, let me go back to album. first album I heard by them was called Love and War, and to me, it's a really, really good album. I'm going to play you probably the most epic song from the album, some of it. It's really, really good. I love this song. Love, love, love it. It's called Ghost of Winter. There's a lot of scary titles here, huh? Prince of Darkness and Ghost of Winter. song. So good. So good. I'm over here closing my eyes and just getting way too into it. (laughs) Not really, though. We all love music. You love music. I love music. That's just what we do. That's just what we do. We love music and we just get way too into it. Um, Now, the next song I'm going to play is from an album that came out last year. And I don't know how familiar you are with L.A. Guns, but currently there are two versions of L.A. Guns. There's the version of L.A. Guns with Phil Lewis, the original singer, and, and Tracy Guns, the original guitar player, obviously, where the name came from. And there's another version with Steve Riley, who was the former drummer of Wasp, but he got into L.A. Guns right after they recorded their first album. And he stuck through L.A. Guns. They went through a lot, a lot. If you know the history of L.A. Guns, they've been through different singers, all kinds of different lineups. Steve Riley stayed pretty much they he was gone for one album, Vicious Cycle, and he's been there through almost every bit of it. He 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 went along he got along fine with Tracy. He got along fine with Phil at when they were in the band with him and out the other one at different times. And eventually, at some point in the last, you know, few years, Phil and Tracy got back together and they left Steve Riley out. I'm not really sure why. Every time I hear an interview of him, he seems like the most nice, awesome guy in the whole wide world. There's always two sides of the story. He never insults Phil and Tracy. He he only says good things. He's he's just he seems to me like a class act, and he was in one of my favorite bands of all time, Wasp. So he gets a little bit of a uh some uh I'm a little easy on him because of that. Anyway. His version of the band released an album last year as L.A. Guns. I mean, you think, oh, it's just got the drummer. It's not going to be any good. Doesn't have the original singer. And to me, the singer usually means the most. But I heard the opening single from this album came out in 2020. It's called Renegades is the name of the album. And there's also, um, what's the other guy's name that's in the band with him? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, It's not Mick Cripps. It's... um. Mm, I'm sorry. Maybe I'll remember it by the time I get out of this song. But there's two guys that were from the first album forward, and either way, see what you think of this song. If you don't like LA Guns, see what you think of this song. It's a good rock song. It's called Crawl. <laughs>
1: Age. One chocolate and I'm the task You got it all wrapped up like sugar and spice Like the high command Just a cat in a rock and roll band Ice to cold with the jet vaccine
0: Admit it. That song is not bad. It's very catchy. I like the na, 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 I like, I like stuff like that. It's got good, catchy things. And to me, Iron Maiden does things like that. They have little sing-along parts that are not the words. And Blaze Bailey does the same thing. But I love that. I really, really like that song. I was super impressed when I heard it. Now, we're going to go back to the first band in rock and roll that I loved. And when I first got into them, they did not wear makeup on their face. So you probably know who I'm talking about now. Now, in 1995, I went to a Kiss convention. And it was really cool. They had all these old outfits and they had a cover band, you know, with makeup playing. And this is when Kiss had been out of makeup for a few years. Probably, what, 12, 13 years at this point. Yeah, 12. And anyway, they did an acoustic set. and played a lot of songs, a lot of songs they hadn't played before. Knowing Kiss, I'm sure it was very contrived, and they already knew everything they were going to play, but they were taking requests and all kinds of things. You know how that ended. They ended up doing, they had one show where Peter Chris showed up. He talked to Ace, say, hey, that was really awesome. I got up on stage with them. I sang a song. It was really, really cool. Next thing you know, a year later, they're doing a reunion, but they had released an album called Revenge in 1991. No, two, 1992. And it was way back in a heavier direction. If you ever heard the song Unholy, if you heard my review of that album, you would have heard some of it. But they were working on the follow-up album and grunge was really big. So Kiss kind of, they kind of like to follow trends to a certain degree. And they were doing pretty much what a lot of people call a grunge album. They had one of the producers from Alice in Chains helping on it and I, the album came out in 1997, and the reason it came out is because it got leaked. They were not planning on releasing it because it was a grunge-sounding album. They were doing the reunion tour with Ace and Peter. Once they got back with Ace and Peter, to me, they ceased to be a functioning, creative unit. They turn, They were They were a nostalgia act at that point, even though they released three different albums. and I like songs from all three of those albums, don't get me wrong, but they certainly were not forging their own way and trying to Create something that was unique they when they did those albums it was very contrived all of them you may you may disagree but if you' don't, if you do well, that's just the way it is. So here we go. I'm going to play you two different songs from that album. It's called Carnival of Souls It came out in 1997. The first one has Paul Stanley singing it's called Jungle. And I'm going to go straight into the second one from there. It's a Gene song. It's called Childhood's End. It's not as heavy, but I really, really like it. I hope you like it too. So first up, Jungle, Second, Childhood's End. Okay, now I'm going to play you another song from an album that came out in 1989. This band was one of my absolute favorite bands, probably in the late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, That could have been a little later than that even. But, man, I loved these guys. They were very unique. They were different. They were a very original band. Now, the song you're going to hear is the title of their first album. Out of the Silent Planet, but it's the opening track from their second album, Gretchen Goes to Nebraska. It came out in 1989 and it's got a chorus where all they do is just go ah,
1: ah,
0: ah and I promise it sounds way better than that. But there's no words, it's just them doing that, and it's so killer. Get ready for this. Out of the Silent Planet. <laughs>
1: Into yeah. father yeah. speaks. I Son I becomes the story. Yes. Essence of.
0: Now, maybe you're getting tired of hearing about Judas Priest from me. Maybe you're getting tired of hearing about Rob Halford and all his greatness and how much I love him. But I'm going to play you a song from his audition tape, his audition tape to rejoin Judas Priest. Um, and this album came out in, I believe it was 2000. The album was called Resurrection. This should have been the greatest song in the whole world if you don't know why when I say the name of it just listen and you'll know why I would like to know what you think of this song I want feedback especially on this song so here it is from Rob Halford's album it was just called Halford not Rob Halford Halford's album Resurrection it's called The One You Love to Hate (laughs)
1: And we're not here to preach ya We'll take you to the killing floor You think you want to know me You think you want to own me But I have nothing you can buy Yeah.
0: please give me some feedback on that. Um, I haven't heard that in a long time, but wow, (laughs) it sounds so much better now. I haven't heard it in a while. That was awesome. That was really awesome. Um, the next song I'm going to play, it's from a band I played last time. It's called Galactic Cowboys, dual harmonies, dual lead vocals a little bit. Um, from their second album, Space in Your Face, their second album on Geffen Records, their last album on Geffen Records, and it kind of describes what I'm doing right now. I do what I do. The song is called I Do What I Do. I really love those guys. I love those harmonies. That song is so great. So great. I hope you like it. I hope you like it. I hope you go and buy some Galactic Cowboys. Find some Galactic Cowboys and listen to them. They, Those guys, they were very unique too. They were very unique. So I love them. I love them. Now the next song I'm going to play for you is from a 1993 album. And it is titled... <laughs> What is it titled? Hey, that's a good question. Does anyone know what that one album from 1993 is titled? Oh, yeah. It's called Five Easy Pieces. It's by one of my favorite bands, Dirty Looks. And I'm sorry, it came out in 92, not 93. That's why I couldn't remember it. Wrong year. I saw this band multiple times live, and they always put on a good show. They were always energy packed. But I'm going to play you a song that a good friend of mine, Rudy, told me one time was he said, This is an A level song. He said, A lot of times we listen to some of these bands and their songs are good, but they're not like just killer, killer. Like they should have been a big, humongous hit level. This is a song he said that about. And I agree because I love it. Good harmonies. It's just a great song. It's catchy. See what you think about this. It's called Let It Rain. <laughs> was I right? I think so. Now the next song is another band that begins with a D and I was out on this band pretty much after the album that's titled for Danzig for, and this is a song. It's very catchy. I know a lot of people are really hit and miss on uh, Glenn's vocals, but man, i, I He's got some passion in his vocals. I really like him. It's it's not he's not the greatest vocals in the world, but man, I love this song. It's catchy. It's um, it may not be what you expect from Danzig. It maybe it is. Maybe you've loved this song. Maybe you most likely have never heard it. So, another song with one of these titles that man it sounds like it be a horror movie. It's called "Going Down to Die."
1: So dim, and my child's getting slim. All oh. My heart is a wind, and it swirls up a day. It's so loud, it drowns my mind. To the corner that I pass, to the ferryman's man's grass, lets me leave.
0: keeping tabs on what I said about alphabetical order, you do know that we are getting near the end because we are at the fourth letter fourth letter of the alphabet. Now we're going down to the third letter of the alphabet, a band that's one of my top favorite bands of all time. It's called The Cult. And I'm going to play you a song from their follow-up to probably what their biggest album was, Sonic Temple. This album was titled Ceremony. And this is the second shortest song title I've ever seen, and it's, um, if.
1: if. If that's the way that it is Ooh, if If that's the way that it is If we put our hearts together And overcome our hesitation Maybe we could join our love as one And storm the gates of heaven
0: tough doing a podcast when your wife is downstairs working and she's a really loud person if you listen in the background just for a second I'm going to be quiet for just a second I bet you'll hear her Yeah, she's not talking of course she quits talking whenever I do that so the next band I'm going to play for you we're going down to the letter B it's only two more letters now wait listen She's like downstairs all the way on the other side of the house. Oh, my Lord. You know how loud Uncle Steve is. You could probably tell just by listening to him. Imagine two people like that. And then imagine it multiplied um, creatively with a daughter. (laughs) Anyways, this is another band that I love. Uh, Haven't listened to them a ton over the last couple of years, but this is off an EP called The Black Rose EP. It came out in 2007. And it's a song called The Way You Dance. It's a very interesting sounding song, but I played one of their songs last time for you as well, and let's see if you like this one. It's called The Way You Dance. He does something in that song that Rob Halford does on some of his song. He rolls his letters. He's like, if you listen to it again and maybe you didn't catch it, he's like, he says, swing your partner to the right. But he says, he's like, swing your partner to the right. I love that. That's so cool. Anyway, uh, the next song is the letter A. We're going down to a band that's a heavy band, but we're going to play a ballad by this heavy band. Now, this heavy band I'm going to play with the letter A, I'm sure you're wondering, you're just like, What heavy bands have the letter A? And this heavy band with the letter A is called Anthrax. And the ballad, I say, I call it a ballad. Uh, It's probably not actually a ballad when I say that. But it is a song that is probably as close to a ballad as they ever got. Man, it's awesome. It's really, really got a great chorus. It's called Safe Home from We've Come For You All, the 2003 Anthrax album. haven't done this for any other song on this list. I haven't played part of anything twice, nothing. Well, now you're going to get it. The chorus of this song, you know, you have always been my save home. I'm going to let you hear the live version of it a little bit just to hear how loud the crowd gets when they sing that you have always been my save home. And I'm sorry if I said it was a ballad. I know I probably confused you. <laughs> it's just a nice chorus. So Listen to, I'm going to play the same, basically the same part of the song that I just played, but listen to how loud the, the crowd gets in the chorus. It's awesome.
1: It's called Save Home. Let's go.
0: I know you thought that was the last song, but your old pal Steve, your old pal Uncle Steve, he pulled the wool over your eyes, he did a fast one on you, whatever you want to call it. I had one song, I I, I was planning on that being the last song, and then I decided I wanted to play one other song. Last time I played a song by a band called Crunchy, which is the band of Monty Colvin, who's the bass player for Galactic Cowboys, the song I Do What I Do from earlier. Same guy. He sings this, but this was his solo band. This is from his 2003 album called "Clown School Dropout." And when I was originally looking for songs to play on this, and I was looking through his albums, and I just went, "Ah, just I won't play anything this time." And I picked that song. And the intro, I guess, just because I have little, I have you know, I had kids. The intro on this song, just because of what the little girl says in the intro, just makes me almost tear up when I listen to it, and. It's just a really it's a it's a really nice song. This song is going to be the one that plays us out. It's called "Lift You Up and it is from Monty Colvins solo band Crunchy from their album Clown School Dropout. I hope that you like it and I hope that you have enjoyed some of these songs, all of these songs. Give me some feedback. let me know what you think. You can email me at Iron Maiden podcast at gmail.com. So, good night.
1: Sunday, 6.38 p.m. Hello, Daddy. I miss you so much. Can't wait to see you again. I love you Bye-bye. Sleeping in a shopping cart. Running through the penguin park. Filling up the holes of my heart. Down to pick you up. I know you got a special cup spilling over. go